Welcome to Thinking Ahead, your leading edge insights podcast. Each episode reveals the latest insights on today's consumers and offers a sneak peek of tomorrow's marketplace. We'll share the latest from a global and regional perspective to help you stop guessing what next and to start thinking ahead. Today's episode is about the performance of Black Friday in the UK in November 2023. I'm delighted to be joined by two experts from GFK's UK retail team, Kelly and Neil. They're going to help make sense of sales trends in the consumer technology, durables and homewares categories. Hi, Kelly and Neil. Can you introduce yourselves to our listeners, please? Hi, thank you, Lucy. Yes, so I'm Kelly Whitwick and I head up our Retail Market Insights team at GFK. Um, I've been at GFK for over 13 years now, um, majority of the time within the retail team. Um, And my role is to focus on understanding what um, consumers are buying um, within the retail market. Hi, everyone. Thanks, Lucy. My name is Neil Frekovich. I head the retail team at GFK UK, about 20 years experience at GFK um, with overall responsibility for uh, everything we produce as a team. Great. So you're definitely two experts. So Kelly, can I start by asking you to explain where the data that we're using today comes from, please? Yeah, absolutely. So the data that we'll be talking through today is from GFK's point of sale tracking. So the data that we have is coming from live retail um, retailers sending us their data every kind of day and every week. So we're able to get a very good view of what consumers are buying um, every week, specifically when it comes to Black Friday. So let's start um, by asking you to tell us how Black Friday performed this year. Um, so Black Friday this year, um, overall in value, the market was up 1.2% compared to Black Friday week last year, um, which um, was quite a stagnant performance, um, but actually was down in volume year on year. So the value was up, but the volume was down, suggesting that consumers are actually buying um, a lot fewer items, but they're being much more considerate and spending more on them. Um, overall, most categories actually really struggled this year. Um, and even traditional categories um, that would normally do really well actually saw declines. However, we did still see pockets of growth, which was um, enough to enable us to see that overall growth um, in value. But to be honest with you, a lot of that was driven by air fryers. And if it wasn't for air fryers this year, actually the market would have been in decline. So overall, it's been a bit of a a stagnant performance overall for, for Black Friday this year. Okay. So it sounds like it's been a good event for air fryers at least. Um, Can you tell us a bit more about some of the other categories that performed okay or well? And how about the ones that did less well? Yes, of course. So there were, like I said, there were some areas that we did see growth in. Smartphones was another one that we did see um, grow year on year, um, particularly in value. But again, like we saw overall in Black Friday, volumes for smartphones was down. So it just highlights that consumers are actually, you know, they're prepared to pay more for premium products when they actually feel the value is justified. And the same is the case for air fryers as well. Now, whilst we mentioned air fryers before being a bit of a hero product this year, actually small domestic appliances as a whole did particularly well. And that wasn't just um, coming from air fryers, that was also personal care products like hair dryers and stylists, particularly at those premium ends of the market. Um, And it shows there that um, even with the premium side of things, we saw headphones um, do particularly well. But again, that was driven by premium products um, growing year on year. 
Okay. So let's come to you now, Neil. Um, can you put these results in context of the performance of tech and durables overall this year? Sure. Um, and I think, obviously, with all of this, we need to consider the the, the, the rather negative uh, environment, macroeconomic environment we're all, we're all living in right now that everybody's tired of hearing about. But I think the results in general um, kind of reflect um, the overall market that we're seeing. Um, for quite a long time now, we, we've had a, a traditional tech market that is struggling. You know, demand, uh, again, due in part because the environment we're, we're living in is very low. You know, we see low demand across lots of categories. And again, something we've seen for, for quite a long time, now, a lack of new products and, and really exciting and, and innovative new game-changing products coming to the market, something we've been talking about for a while, but that trend has, has very much continued. I think if we pull out a couple of the major categories, um, you know, that drive a lot of a lot of the value uh, that we see in the market across the products we track, um, laptops and TVs, you know, key key categories within the markets, they've really struggled, um, and um, this is reflect reflected also in in the Black Friday week. Um, we normally see TVs do pretty well um, over the Black Friday with the promotions that we see alongside it, and there has been a lot of those, but it, it was pretty weak in terms of demand, and, and that drove a value decline of of fourteen uh, percent. So I think we also need to consider, without going back too much over old ground, the fact that um, you know traditional technology during the boom during COVID, we did expect the replacement cycle of the back of that to kick in after so many of those products were bought. But um, it does appear, at least from the sales tracking data, that uh, consumers are holding back on products for a longer period of time. So we're seeing this expansion of replacement cycles, uh, which obviously is, 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 has a negative impact on, on uh, the sales that we see. That's really interesting. So um, let's look at another category now then and see sure. how that did in comparison. What about homewares and DIY, which is another one we track? Yeah, absolutely. So I think, you know, overall, again, it, it wasn't a particularly positive picture. We did see declines year on year. However, again, as Kelly mentioned earlier on, there are pockets of, of growth um, as as consumers obviously continue to focus on low cost, refresh and doing up their homes. Um, so we did see see bits and pieces of growth in both homeowners and DIY. Um, so decorating and paint, for example, bedroom furniture up almost nine points. Um, thermos flasks as well, uh, up 18 points as well. So, so certainly some areas of growth without us seeing an overall positive trend in those sectors more broadly. Okay. I'm just interested about the comeback of thermos flasks. What's that all about? So we, our, from our perspective, um, some of the trends that we've seen, particularly within homewares, have actually come from um, saving money. So again, if we look at air fryers as a great example, what is air fryers main USP? Well, a lot of it is the fact that actually it can save you money on um, your kind of gas and electricity bills. And we've seen that with um, particular areas of growth, such as thermos flasks, as consumers, you know, really kind of try to hold back, um, spend and save money by taking in their own drinks to work or on their commute, for example. Okay, that makes total sense. Um now, one other thought I had was in past years, I know we've seen spending uh, ramp up earlier in November as we come up to Black Friday weekend. Did that happen this year or were shoppers really hanging on for the Black Friday promotions? So this one's quite interesting. And over the last couple of years, we've really see, seen spend start to kind of spread out throughout the November period. And especially if you look at um, retailers and brands, you know, they, they start their promotions pretty much from the, the 1st of November now. And that has been reflected in the sales data over the last couple of years where we've seen kind of more of a spread um, 
around the month of November. However, what was quite interesting this year was actually we saw Black Friday um, become more important. So we've seen a switch back to focusing on Black Friday itself rather than the whole month. And actually in the six weeks running up to Black Friday, um, the market was actually down 2%. Um, and we basically saw consumers waiting to see if there were any final bargains that they could get on that Black Friday weekend as consumers become more and more savvy. Okay, so that seems to be a change in this year. And I guess that brings us to a key question, Neil. Um, do, do you think Black Friday is just as important as it was in the past or has it lost its dominance? Yeah, I mean, it's a really good question, a really important one for a lot of people. I think we, you know, we look at how the proportion that Black Friday takes out of the base level just to understand how important it is to to overall sales within the year. Um, And based on our analysis, it is relatively stable. So um, with that single week of sales that we report, obviously, it's it's, it's, um, not just um, that day. It's it's the week of sales around it uh, accounted for just under 4% of the value sales of all the markets that we track collectively. So that number is pretty stable for the past three years. Um, so I think it does suggest that Black Friday sales are a reflection of the market as their share of the of, of the year does not change. Um, the share of sales, including the two weeks prior to Black Friday, is also in line with the, the prior years, which again would indicate that early promotional activity has not drawn sales away from the, um, the actual Black Friday week. Okay. Um, I noticed this year there was quite a lot of coverage of... Um the promotions itself, whether they were actually genuine or sort of made up by retailers. And Kelly, I'm wondering if the lacklustre performance in some areas is actually due to a change in the number of promotions on offer. So this is quite interesting this year. So um, in previous Black Friday years, particularly um, during COVID in uh, 2020 and 2021, we saw a reduction in the number of promotions because demand was so high at this point in time. What's interesting this year is actually we saw a significant increase in the number of promotions during Black Friday week. Now, what to just make this clear within the data, um, this is actually looking at um, how prices have changed by individual SKUs. So this isn't a case of actually um, retailers promoting, but actually those price cuts. So we've seen those live price cuts in the data. And the number of price cuts over 20%, so a 20% promotion or above, um, in some cases was over 30%. It really shows you that despite the significant increase in those promotions, it hasn't been enough to encourage consumers to buy right now. And that's not surprising with such low demand. So you know the, the promotions have been really needed in order to entice consumers to buy but it just hasn't been enough to really drive demand and see that growth th- that we would have hoped for. And even in some categories, we actually saw um, the number of products on promotion to be over 80%. So that's 80% um, and air fryers was one of them where all products were had a price cut of over 20%, which is quite phenomenal. Is that why air fryers did so well, do you think? I think for air fryers, there's multiple reasons why it's done particularly well. I think um, you've got the element there of it's a new product. So when we talk about a, a quite a stagnant market where there's not been much innovation, air fryers is something new that consumers don't have in their home. Um, and particularly within the UK, we find that consumers really invest quite early on in um, new products that when they come to launch within the market. 
I think it also has a really good USP in the fact that, you know, it's cheaper to run, um, particularly when we're looking at energy prices increasing. Um, but also as well, like you say, promotions as well on this product um, have been so strong. So I think there's multiple factors that have really been feeding into this. Okay, really interesting. Um, so finally, Kelly, what do you expect is going to happen for the rest of the year um, as we're in the run-up to Christmas now, aren't we? We're recording this on the 7th of December. Yeah, so I think um, in the run-up to Christmas now, you know, as we said, we've had quite a, um, a, a flat performance this year as a whole and the same with Black Friday too. Naturally, we'll start to see a shift in the types of products um, consumers are buying with gifting taking over now, whereas Black Friday uh, is traditionally a combination of uh, gifting, but also buying uh, products for yourself. So what we usually see now is a shift to more um, small domestic appliance products, such as personal care, um, hair drummers, stylers, um, kitchen appliances as well. But what's interesting is because that did so well over Black Friday as well, um, and then what we usually see with the next three weeks being particularly strong for these areas is that it's likely to kind of really hit those more traditional um, tech products like we've talked about before. I think we'll continue to see a bit of a stagnant performance for the rest of the year with value slightly down um, on last year, especially with consumers being squeezed more than ever. Um, and I think actually a number of sales have been pulled forward to Black Friday to make sure consumers feel that actually they were getting the best deal that they possibly could whether it be gifting or for themselves, to save as much mo uh, money as possible while times are, uh, are tight for consumers. Great. Thank you very much. That's a really comprehensive and enlightening session. I think um, listeners will get lots of information from it. Um, and thank you to our listeners, uh, as always, for tuning in. And we'll see you next time. For more information about this topic, you can click the link in the description and please do make sure to leave us a review. Let us know what you like about the podcast. And of course, if you haven't already done so, do hit the subscribe button to keep up to date with the latest insights. We'll see you next time so you can keep thinking ahead.